You ready? Ready. Uh, my name is Boomer. Your name is? And I'm Jeannie. And this is the very first podcast that we w- we're going to do. And the name of this podcast is Sober Letters and Conversations. How do you like that? I like it. It's good. We should call it Big Conversations in a Little Kitchen because... We're in a little kitchen. Very little kitchen. Like, we don't have um, a lot of room. How much room we got here? 625 square feet. 625 square feet. I like it. But anyways, Sober Letters Conversations, this is our very first podcast. It's a practice podcast because I barely know any of this stuff, but I just wanted to give it a try, right? Yeah. You like it so far? Yeah, Sounds good? Yeah. Everything great? I got a surprise for you. What? This thing has four sounds on it. Really? Yes. Apparently, you can put more sounds in it, but I only have four right now. So, if we were like official, like an official official podcast, mm-hmm. you know, they say like, welcome to Sober Letters and Conversations, episode one. <laughs> nice. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, That's right? That's pretty good. Yes. Well. Hey, so, why did the picture go to jail? Why? Because it was framed. I have a sound for you. Ooh, I yeah. like that. Yeah, let's just we got two more to work with. Let's don't let's don't burn those burn those up in the first five minutes okay. of this. So uh my name's Boomer and uh you are Jeannie. But everybody calls you what? Boo. No. Oh. Oh, my name is Jeannie, but everybody calls me Jenny. How do you do that when people come up to you and they're like, Hey Jenny, are you doing okay? I just don't pay attention to it anymore. But it used to bother you a lot, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, but it did. Are you thankful for those people that really that, that will Make sure that people know what your name is. Yes, I do like yeah. that. It's a very small thing, but I like that. I can't remember. There was one woman who who knows how to pronounce your name, and there was a bunch of people around, and she was like, Jeannie, you're so sweet. <laughs> like, she just, like, loud. Jeannie. Yeah. And then everybody's like, Jenny. I know. <laughs> I was like, nobody got it. I know, nobody got it. Good grief. Yeah. So, uh, we, we, uh, we've been talking about doing a podcast for a long time. We just um, haven't done it. We, we, we didn't, you know, have the equipment to do it. And we were, we were blessed uh, by a couple who believed in us yeah. and said that we feel like this is a part of who you are and that we want to help you get your message out there to people, you know. So, this is our attempt to do that. Um, we will talk about each other. We'll talk about our lives and what we do. Um, we'll talk about addiction because that has affected us. Uh, that's what we're involved in, in our ministry. Uh, we're the leaders of one city recovery in Beaumont, Texas, uh, through one city church. Great church. Love our church. It Mm. is awesome. Yes. Yes. Um, but, uh, but, but we are advocates for recovery in general. You went through AA and NA specifically NA Uh and uh, I went through AA, but we both found that what worked for us was Christ-centered recovery. So yeah. we went into Celebrate Recovery. Now we have One City Recovery, but we're working through the program of Recovery Live. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a, a lot. It's, yeah, it's probably uh, clear as mud to some people. Okay, so let's just try to simplify this. But we'll, recovery Alive yes. is the book we work out of. Yes. Because it is incredible. It is. John Eklund and his team wrote a great book that has that's really doing really really good work in me right now you know so but our group is called one city recovery why did your eyes just look at the ceiling just now because you said 
because you said that book is really doing a lot for you right now and i was just like i looked over in the ceiling kind of like a, a like a thought bubble and i was like hmm i wonder what that means um it, i i love it because it's different it's it's making me ask different questions to who to myself oh not out loud oh but like when i read it, it has so when you're reading it it's like it's an internal thing like you're it's everything all the work that you're doing is like inside yes good where did you think the work was going to be outside? Not, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just, I'm just kind of wondering, like, which parts are you working on? Well, recovery is an internal. It's an internal process. It is. You're that, right. That produces external. But I'm not seeing the external, so I'm like wondering. What, what does that mean? <laughs> just, I don't know what you're working on. Like, you don't share that part with me, I guess. Well, right now I'm working on understanding. Okay. Like understanding, like why you're acting the way you're acting right now, especially okay. in front of a bunch of listeners. I say a bunch of listeners. Oh, we don't even like know. <laughs> we don't even know. It's probably like two. And the only two listeners are me and you. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yeah, I like that. Go. All right. So, um, well, we're going to talk about recovery. We're going to talk about marriage. Yes. Because uh, ours is eventful. Uh, we're going to talk to people that are in recovery. We're going to talk to people that can help people that are that are in recovery. Uh, we can, we'll talk to people that, uh, that can just offer some great advice. You know, financial, uh, you know, buying a home. You know, we know all these people that have all these different avenues of helping people yeah. live a better life. For you sure. Know? We're also going to talk about sports because that's very important to me. And Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario Brothers. But all of it, I think, pales in comparison to we're going to talk a lot about, about Jesus. Yeah. Because he has changed our life. Mm-hmm. He is who we live for. He is who we work for. You know, we got jobs, but sort of, sort of. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, we do. <laughs> I mean, we I mean, just you just, just throwing it all out there on the very first episode. You just, I mean, you gotta let people come back <laughs> next time. You know, uh, leave. Okay. Good grief. Okay. But um, I say that we. Yeah, I love how your mind works. <laughs> like, comes up with this creative stuff all the time. Well, you know, uh, I I feel like uh, that that movies are a good thing sometimes, um, and that's another conversation in itself. You know, what I'm saying you got to be very careful because some people will say you shouldn't be watching those movies. Not that we watch any bad movies. Uh, but is Nacho Libre a bad movie? I don't think it is, man. It's like it's like a a man that that faces the world and overcomes the world. You know, in stretchy pants. In stretchy pants. <laughs> You know, <laughs> so, <laughs> y'all are in for a world of excitement, and I say y'all, and I don't know who's out there. I remember it was like when I was high, you know, what I'm saying like they're out there. Yeah, there was nobody out there. There was nobody out there at all. At all. And I would stay at the window for seven hours just to prove the point. Point never got proven, Mm-mm. but there you go. So. Let's start off with, um, I know that, you know, we could go back in time and talk about me and you. Uh, Let's just give them a synopsis and we're not going to, I don't think this should be the, an exactly a long podcast because we, I mean, because a, a good t- a rule of thumb would be like, what, 30 minutes? And I don't think an introduction should be 30 minutes because we don't know if they really want to listen to us. So once we do an introduction and kind of ramble back and forth and then they can tell us if they want to keep coming back because it works 
if you work it. What about if they don't even know what that means? I don't know. I'm just. We got to speak to everybody. We got to speak to everybody. You know? I know. So, um, so, you know, I was, I was in addiction for over 20-something years. Went to prison for a very, very long time. And uh, asked the Lord to truly change my life. And he did. There's the synopsis of it. That's the Cliff Notes version of it. Uh, we can go into more detail on that uh, later on. But you? Um, I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ. I've also overcome meth addiction, alcoholism. And I was radically saved as well after my third treatment center. Hmm. And hmm. now I help others do the same thing. Are you sure you help others do the same thing now? <laughs> Are you sure? I mean, we can get into all of that later. We can kind of just dive into it now because this is this is like the first podcast. You know, we're just practicing, you know. Um, you know, it's like uh, I, I'm trying to get people to, to um, know stuff about us, right? Kind of like how whenever I got out of prison and you were on a mission to show me all the new things of the world. and Like new how, cheese? How, like new cheese. That... It was stupid. Why? Because do you want to do you want to say what you're talking about? Because people are like new cheese. What are these <laughs> people talking about? You didn't know the difference between government cheese and expensive cheese, and I laid it all out on a cutting board with crackers and meat on a charcuterie board. <laughs> say and that you again. Ate say that again. Charcuterie. Okay. How much do you, do you think you could probably put a number on how much you spent for all that? No, oh, it's kind of expensive. How much do you think it was? I don't know, probably about 50 bucks. 50 bucks. But you know what you did, though? What? You just made sandwiches for me without bread. That's it. That's all. <laughs> but you've never had any of those poor people. Poor people have been doing that from the beginning of time, and they didn't call it a charcuterie board. <laughs> what? Whatever, that's it, whatever that is. Whenever you don't have bread. Did you like it? Some of the cheese smelled bad. You said they smell like feet. Yeah, yeah. I was in prison, so I, 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 I know what feet smell like. Okay. So, and then there was some prison, prison, prison cheese that you were throwing out there. So, I'm just trying to do as you did and just trying to get people to know stuff. Okay. So, uh, let's just dive on into this real quick since this is just an episode we'll probably throw away. Are you yawning already? Yeah, I'm tired. Girl, it's only, what time is it? <laughs> Six o'clock. Six o'clock. Um, you were the program director for uh, Drug Treatment Center. We're not going to name names because we ain't got no money and we don't need nobody to sue us. I mean, it's not that serious, is it? I don't know. <laughs> the look on your face. <laughs> so inquisitive. Like, is it? Um, I mean, I don't. We don't need people coming after us just like right like in a pilot episode. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, we ain't like Joe Rogan. Like, we, I ain't got all that money where I can just be like, you know what? You don't like it? I'll just pay you a million dollar fine. You know? Yeah. I'm barely making it paying the electricity bill. It's only $30. That was pretty good, right? I know. I was so excited. It's because we live in a box. We do. <laughs> a box with a brand new AC and it's only $30. And we keep it. 67 in here yeah mm-hmm. we are in here it's 85 degrees outside and we're both in hoodies sweatpants and slippers 
It's awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome. Awesome. Okay, so so Jeannie, you um you uh, left your job. I did. <sighs> Two days ago. Two days ago. What made you leave? Um, I think it was a series of things over the last four or five months. Mm. I think when God puts you in a place and gives you favor for that place, um, you can see the fruit of your labor over and over and over again. And there's comes a point in time when God says, okay, you're done here. And he starts to release that grace and things just start getting hard to handle. Uh, you kind of get roadblocked on a lot of things and, um, and you're trying too hard. You're mm -hmm. trying to make a puzzle piece fit that no longer fits there, even though you've already completed almost the whole puzzle. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. Like I completed a whole puzzle and I tried to keep myself in there as a piece and I don't fit. So, and the door was being opened to a new opportunity, and it took a series of things to happen in order for me to go, okay, my hands are up, and I'm ready to trust you, God, and I'm just going to give you my yes. Let's, mm -hmm. let's go. Mm -hmm. And it's sad. It's sad. Because the way I parted was not the what way, I... The way you parted ways. The way I parted ways uh, was not how I thought it was going to be. It was very amicable and, and on my part, and I had done what I needed to do and went far beyond an overboard just to make sure that everything was great before I left for the next person. Mm -hmm. And I felt used and thrown away like trash. Oh. And so I left two days earlier than I was supposed to. But you used sick time, though, so you had, you had a bunch of sick time. Well, actually, in all actuality, by the middle of the week, I had already had over 44 hours, if that tells you anything. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. So by the end of Wednesday, I had already had enough hours for the week to where I really didn't need to use sick time. Mm -hmm. But I had a lot of it because yeah. I never used it. Yeah, you, I, I know for a fact you didn't because mm -hmm. you were always there. Yeah. And, and, uh, and you know, uh, the reason and the reason why I bring this up in this in this little practice episode that we're doing here is because a lot of people have been asking, you know, why did you leave and stuff like that? And you've been very honorable saying, you know, maybe just my time was up. You know, I'm just trying to do something different. Yeah. And and me as your husband, me as the, the one that wants to protect you and and uh, and uh, and uh, keep you from from things, you know, even though you're a grown woman, you, you can handle those things very well. It's still my instinct to to to, you know, make sure that you're OK and, and, and make sure that. That, uh, that people understand, you know, you. And, and sometimes, because I, I, am, I am a person in progress, a man in progress, uh, I try to assume that, that situation for you whenever you can walk that thing out yourself because God has walked you through things that were even worse without my help, yeah. you know. So um, I kind of wanted to, 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 to talk to you about that. I mean, this, this is what I like, you know. I, I, I want people to know who I am and what I've been through but I think I, I think what I like even more is hearing from other people and talking to them and seeing what they've been through. So that being said, um, what did what did you learn from the four and a half years that, that you were there? Mm. What did I learn? Well, I learned that. Um, 
I learned how to be a leader. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned that if you treat people that work for you like family, they stay. Mm-hmm. If you treat people like a person that if if I'm going to ask you to scrub a toilet, I'm going to scrub a toilet too. Mm-hmm. And if you're the one that says scrub the toilet because I'm not getting my hands dirty, then you're going to lose those people and you're going to lose good people and good loyal people. So that's what I've... Why is your hand on that button? Because um, I'm just resting my hand here. That's all. But you're specifically pushing to a button. What's that going to do? I didn't push a button. You're pushing my buttons right I'm now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, I think the biggest thing I learned was just that um, to be a good leader... Uh, even though you're at the front of the ship, you still have to man the whole ship mm-hmm. and you have to do it together. Um, I, I just think that that's pretty much what I learned. So I heard you say a while ago, you have to treat people like family. Mm-hmm. Did you ever fire family? Yeah. How did that make you feel? Awful. Why? Well... Because you can treat somebody like family, but it doesn't mean that they're going to give you that back in return. True, true. You know, and that's what's funny is that, I mean, even in our addiction, addiction, you know, our family wanted to treat us like family, but we didn't give them that in return. It's good. I mean, it is. I mean, it's good and bad. Yeah. Good, but bad. So I get that. Um, Do you, do you, uh, do you have any thing to? Okay, you want to know the truth? Uh, they just threw an interception right there. Oh and, my and, gosh, I was wondering what was happening. Yeah, uh, see, if, over the shoulder of my wife, uh, I'll maybe send a picture, put a post a picture. I have four uh, boxes on my TV because YouTube TV shows four football games, and I think that if we're going to be doing this uh, on a permanent basis, I can't have football over your shoulder. Because that was a great catch. It was a great interception. And I completely forgot what I was going to ask you. <laughs> That's the third sound that we have there. We only got one more to work with. So, okay. um, uh, you know, but I, I, I was worried about you changing jobs because, you know, you had been there for so long. Um, and that house, that house seems like, you know, it, it came to life with you there, right? Um, a part of our past is that I was in that house. Yes, you were. In 2016 when it used to be a men's facility. And uh, whenever, whenever uh, you know, I got out, we we're living together. I told you, Samantha, I need to go back to Beaumont because Beaumont changed my life. You mm. know? My church changed my life. One City Church. At that time, it was called Cathedral in the Pines. Uh, but One City Church changed my life. And, and, and the celebrate recovery that I you know, went to there. And now it is one city recovery. Um, so um, when I wanted to, to move down here, you were very adamant I about it. I was not having it. You weren't having it. and uh, But, you know, as you say in your testimony, the Lord gave you that nudge. And you got down here and went to work for that company. Um, well, but you're, you're not telling the whole story. And if you're going to tell a little bit, I think you should tell the whole thing. What do you mean? Like, we came down here so that you could give your testimony 
And when I walked in, I also felt the presence of the Lord in that church. Mm -hmm. There's something so spectacular about walking into that church. Mm. You feel home. You feel God in Mm. that church. And I remember distinctly Father telling me, this is where you need to be. Because I had always prayed to be on the front lines of recovery. And so he was telling me in that moment, this is where you need to be. Mm-hmm. Now I know this is definitely the front lines of recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we went into the market basket that's right <laughs> behind church. Mm-hmm. And I was not going to move down here. Why? Because it was so old. Careful. It's older old it's old it's not like all the other market baskets in beaumont it's the oldest one so it's just uh the cashier's place where they do all the register stuff and i'm doing it with my hands and yeah (laughs) Um, and nobody's seen that (laughs) um it's just it was just it was just uh i'm from i was from i was living in tyler at that point in time and that's just kind of like new and up and coming and and then i went to market basket and i was like oh no you know we're gonna we might have our first argument right here why because well because you've said that about tyler a few times like you know in comparison like tyler's uh what is that word you like to bougie. use bougie yeah um you know only people from tyler think that because in comparison to like houston or dallas or fort worth tyler's just this little town that got like a applebee's or you know like that, like that little Chinese place on on the loop. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not that bougie. I mean, I mean, it's definitely pretty it's bougie. Definitely not. Yeah, we had a neighborhood Walmart. The neighborhood Walmart. Uh, we had the and, super WalMarts, but we had the neighborhood Walmart, and just everything was <clears throat> new. Like most everything was new. I'm not saying it was big. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, definitely not like Houston or Dallas, but Houston and Dallas are not really nice anymore. You watch your mouth. <laughs> so um, this is this is uh, <laughs> we need to be careful because we we have a tendency to get off the get off the road. Yes, and sightsee. You know, <laughs> so we need to stay on topic. Okay, go. We need to stay on topic. We're talking about my job, and I don't understand how you would do that. You know, because. What? Whenever we go somewhere, like on the road somewhere, you get mad because I'll peel off and like, hey, Moses, check this out. And you're like, I don't like it when you do that. Right? Okay. So for a person that's so driven on staying on the right road and getting from point A to point B, you don't help me stay on the road of conversation and topic. So I need you to be better. You know why I don't want to just be spontaneous on trips like that? Because you're wasting gas. Because you don't know where you're going. You just fly by the seat of your pants and then... Anyway, we were talking... There was a philosopher a long time ago. A long time ago. And he said these words that changed my life. Life is a highway. Now I want to ride it all night long. (laughs) I think that was Socrates. Maybe not. Okay. Why did you make your face like that? I don't. Was that your singing face? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. All right. So, um, your job—you left it. 
And now you're ready to go somewhere else. I am. I'm kind of unemployed for a couple of days. Why do you say that? I've heard you tell people that a couple of okay, times. Okay, so listen, because the today or tomorrow, for sure, I'm unemployed. Because the, well, actually, no, today. Because it starts a new week at my job. So me working at that job stopped at midnight last night. And I don't start the other one until 10 o'clock Monday morning. So I'm unemployed right now. No, no, you, you, it's, it's, you have already been hired. Right. For another job, you're just that you you go to work on Monday. You're not unemployed. You're hired. You're just not working today. I mean, it's just just to be funny. But that's not that's not funny I don't though. Think it's funny. It's like we had a conversation the other day, and you were like, "Yeah, you know what? I don't got a job." <laughs> you know. I. I mean, right now I really I'm in between jobs. You have a job. You just don't I haven't go to work started on getting paid there yet. Please help us. Help us get to this. Amen. All right. What do we want to talk about now? You're getting a new job. Go out, got a new apartment. Um, what else? Why did we get a new apartment? Because we're downsizing. Hmm. Okay. We're downsizing. We were paying $1,500 a month. Oh, my gosh. Can you believe we were doing that? Uh, it was... Yeah. I don't understand it. The sign outside said a luxury apartment living. Was it real luxury after a while? I mean, it was for a little bit. No. At the beginning, yeah. At the beginning, yeah. yeah. It was nice. It was quiet, you know. And then one day we came home and our apartment smelled like weed. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And then it sounded like they were having a wrestling match upstairs. There was a couple uh, that lived above us mm-hmm. and they had 20 kids. No. <laughs> They had three under the age of eight and one that came on the weekends. Yes. And and one day uh, we came home and our apartment smelled like weed. Yep. What was really weird, though, was is that um, the, the, the Oklahoma State just beat Oklahoma Come on. 27 to 24. So um, what was weird, and I really wish I could have figured this out, is why did it smell like weed in our prayer room and above the prayer room was where the kids were at? I don't know. Maybe the kids were smoking. Don't say that. I'm just, I mean. Because they were eight years old. Come on. I'm, you know? Don't say that. I mean, but I don't, I don't get it. I don't either. I don't get it. So, and then um, we tried to get through that. You consistently wanted to go up there and confront them. You sure did. Oh, all the time. I was so mad all the time. Yes. Uh, but I kept telling you no. Yes, you always told me that you didn't want me to tell anyone. Yeah, uh, because the day that you did go tell them, like immediately after, we heard the the father like really just lean in on those kids. Oh, when I went upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. Yelling at them. Yeah. So, um, so we endured that, and uh, and you know just we're living there. Then people started. I think I think all the 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 young kids that lived up front. Would drive all the way to the back and park in front of our apartment. To party. To party, like to smoke <laughs> in their car, drink in their car. I remember I woke up one day and there was like five of them in one car and they had their phones out and they were like, I guess, TikToking yeah. or boomeranging in their car mm-hmm. and uh, holding up bottles and stuff like that and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, why? Yeah. Why? You know? And I'm old now. So I kind of wanted to go out there with, with white t shirt. 
boxers with black socks put all the way up. Like, yeah. get out of my yard. I know. That's what you did, except you were stuck at the window. Yeah. But I mean, because I just, I didn't know what to do, you know? I mean, the Lord's changed my life and I don't want to be confrontational, you know? Because what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? I'm this <laughs> is a perfect conversation to have on our very first podcast. Our very first <laughs> podcast because you have been denying this for, for three days already. For three days. So you know what we need to do? What? Help me out. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. My wife has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight plants in here. And we got gnats. I was just swatting in a gnat. But I mean, there's not a lot. I mean, there's just a couple. Woman, a couple is a couple too many in an apartment. And I have been telling you this for days that there are gnats in here. And you looked at me with that beautiful face you got. And you looked at me and said, no, there's not. (laughs) You were driven to make me think that I was crazy. (laughs) Jeannie, there's gnats in our house. No, there's not. (laughs) In the sweetest voice. Straightest face. <laughs> no, there's not. I, d- I have to look. I, so. Look at what? Nobody can see this. I went, <laughs> I went through phases, okay? My best friend Becky and I went through a phase when we wanted, when we were working together and we decided to redo our offices. And I had a little beta fish because the lady at the car dealership told me about the betta fish i started out with the betta fish and then all of a sudden now we both have huge fish aquariums and and i could not for the life of me keep any fish alive how many fish did you kill i mean i didn't kill them they died how many fish died probably about 50 that's exaggeration give me a real number no really because i had all of the angel fish i had two remember at, at the end of it i had two aquariums one in my office and one in the uh conference room is it true whenever you went to go get new fish the fish would like swim under a rock and hide from you they did all the time shout out to pet smart <laughs> um so since i finally let go of that hobby because i couldn't master it mm-hmm. i started doing plants mm-hmm. and now i have and i started with baby plants and now these plants are beautiful and they're growing and i don't want them to die outside because it's cold and i've tried everything i can because gnats usually live in wet soil on top so if you let the soil dry out and you only water from the bottom and you put cinnamon on it what does cinnamon do cinnamon's supposed to like natural parasite help whatever i read it online supposed to help and it kind of did for a little bit but apparently we have a few gnats in here because it was cold and I had to bring my plants in. Mm-hmm. So what's what's the plan for that? I'm going to have to put them out outside. It's not cold, but when it gets cold again, I'm going to have to bring them inside. Well, can you just acknowledge that I did tell you that there was gnats five days ago and you said no, but can you acknowledge it finally? There's There's a gnat in here. There's what? There's a gnat in here. <laughs> That's the sound that I'm going to play every time I'm right and you, you acknowledge it. Oh, great. So, but you're probably not going to hear that you never for hear the rest it of the again. year. <laughs> because you'll never acknowledge that. So, 
I need to have you on the podcast more often because you just told the truth. Wow. So, um, it's been a little bit. How long do podcasts last? Um. Well, if they're really good, I'll listen to them for about 45 minutes, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you kind of start losing my attention unless there's something real juicy or just, like, exciting. Mm-hmm. So, I would say about 30 minutes just to keep everybody's attention. Maybe our soft opening. Did we talk about that? Is that what this is? Like a soft opening? I was thinking it's a call. I mean, that's a, that's a term for restaurants, um, uh, TVs and TV shows. They call it a pilot episode. Um, so I'm we going to go practice. Practice. Practice episode. So and can't you upload this to Facebook and like get, like? I don't know, I'm thinking you can upload it to Facebook, but I, I think that you could you know upload it to something. We'll let people listen to it and see. Let it's for the people. Let's see. I'm kind of scared, say. man, because like people are gonna be like, "That's just too chaotic." You know, they like just started talking about one thing and it went to seventy others in like <laughs> twenty minutes. Maybe it'll keep their attention. Because like right now, we just have two listeners: me and you. <laughs> me and you. That's it. Yeah. So, and then there's some people that love us that they'll probably just be like, "Oh yeah, listen to it. Just great. Yeah." Well, what do you think? Uh, yeah so i don't know man i'm getting kind of worried now you know me i worry too much you worry so much i worry a lot so much like right now i'm already starting to freak out i want to hit this delete button don't do it no this is a perfect start so i think maybe that's when you start to wrap it up because it has been such a great introduction kind of into our world and we're going to be doing more things like this so i want to thank everybody for listening and i want you to tell me what y'all think about our very first pilot podcast man i really want to hit the delete button no i do no what about they don't like it they're gonna like it how do you know that that's because we need feedback huh they're gonna be like yeah y'all don't Man, see, oh my gosh, I need to go to a meeting right now. You do. I need to go to a meeting right now. You want to have a powwow in the living room? It's just right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That was good. So I don't get a I don't get a sound effect. You have one. Oh. We only got four. I mean, we're gonna have to get some some better ones. Well, we're gonna have to get some people. We we are gonna be taking a podcast. Uh, what are those things called? A class. Podcast. No, but it's the other term with a uh, mastermind. Yeah. Podcast class. What? Yeah. 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 Uh, here soon. Just like I said, this is just practice. I mean, you know. So maybe they'll tell us how to do this. Yes. Because I'm thinking right now we're like at a, at a three. Well, why don't you let the people be the, the judge? <sighs> why do we got to say judge? I don't, you know. Golly. Uh, why don't you let the people make the choice? Okay, we'll let them make the choice. Why don't you pray us out? Okay. Here we go. Ready? Ready. All right. Lord, we just thank you, uh, for this, uh, this time to, uh, for people to, to know us a little bit better, um, uh, for people just to, uh, maybe take a break from the day to day and, and, uh, listen to two crazy people talk about, um, how crazy we are for Jesus, um, how crazy we are for for helping people recover from addiction um how crazy we are for each other mm-hmm. lord so uh i just thank you lord i said that you would uh put your hands on on this uh this endeavor that uh it would be all about you 
uh, Father God. Um, this episode might not sound like all about you, but uh, it's just practice. But ultimately, Lord, ultimately, Lord, whatever we do, um, we want to do it to, to bring you glory. We want to do it to bring you people that uh, that really need uh, you, Father God, and, and and the life that you offer. Uh, Father, we thank you for the people that uh, that uh, invested in us, Father God, with yes. this equipment. Uh, Lord, we thank you for our church, One City Church in Beaumont, Texas. Uh, we thank you for One City Recovery. We thank you for all the re recovery groups in this area, Father God, that are that are doing the best to change um, this region and the city. And there's so many people, Father God, that we're thankful for that are in our lives, you know, our children and uh, our families, Father God. Uh, and we thank you for the people that you put around us, Lord. Um, help us do this right. Help us do this uh, with you in uh in mind help us help us do this with a uh, your message uh, as the foundation father god um help us be what you want us to be in this in jesus name we pray amen amen that it that's it we're signing off all right <laughs>